Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. House Republicans have kicked off their investigations. The House Oversight Committee brought Twitter employees before them, like James Baker and Yoel Roth, to grill them on Twitter's collusion with the FBI to censor the media, to censor Americans. We all know and remember what they did with the Hunter Biden laptop story and what they did to the New York Post. Did this government ever contact you? or anyone at Twitter to censor or moderate certain tweets, yes or no? We receive legal demands to remove content from the platform from the U.S. government and governments all around the world. Talking to these people for weeks and months, years prior to this leaking, they have specifically told you in October that there's going to be a leak potentially involving Hunter Biden's laptop. They legitimately and literally prophesized what happened. And you didn't contact any of them? Sir, I did not. Mr. Roth, do you personally think that you have a political bias? And did you have one when you worked at Twitter? A pl- personal political bias? No, sir. As you didn't. You, that's, that's remarkable because it's pretty obvious you did have strong biases compared. When you compared, ironically, using Twitter, people that worked in the Trump White House to Nazis, they were good folks that you simply disagreed with politically in our representative republic. And you compared them to the most evil people on the planet that murdered 60 million people, or at least were responsible for those deaths. You think that was a little bit hyperbolic? We'll talk to Kara Frederick, the director of the Tech Policy Center at the Heritage Foundation, about all of it. What do you need to know about what happened in that hearing? What does it mean? And what does it mean moving forward? We'll also get her take on TikTok about how China uses the social media app to spy on you and brainwash your kids. What do you need to know about that? How worried should you be? All of that and more on The Truth with Lisa Booth. Kara Frederick's my guest. Stay tuned. So, Kara, Republicans kicked off their oversight hearings looking at the collusion between the FBI and Twitter as well. You know, what did you make of these hearings? Obviously, we wouldn't know about any of this if Elon Musk hadn't have released 
the Twitter files. But, you know, what are your takeaways from all of it? Yeah, I thought it was pretty unsatisfying, to be honest. Um, I left with a lot more questions than answers. Um, you know that Yoel Roth, Vijay Gade, James Baker, these guys are all coached. They're good at what they do. Um, the other Twitter employee was, she was a little more fast and loose, especially when it came to the First Amendment and free speech. But but the other guys had it pretty buttoned down. So I was pretty unsatisfied with what came out of it. However, you know, given what Elon Musk has basically revealed, um, we saw like little shreds and data points of what we believe to be happening. Uh, we wrote about this at the Heritage Foundation back in February of 2022. But when Elon Musk actually had those Twitter files released through the, the spate of independent journalists, um, we were able to see in, you know, in stark reality, like what was actually going on. So we knew before from the Intercept reporting that there had been meetings with the FBI and big tech ahead of 2020. Uh, we knew that Zuckerberg, remember when he admitted on Joe Rogan that the FBI warned Facebook of a propaganda dump that might look akin to Russian hacking uh, prior to their decision to suppress the laptop story. But then when Elon came out with it, it was like, okay, bam, like it is absolutely indisputable. So I thought that was a great service. But in my mind, I'm, I'm kind of wondering why, wondering why the rest of um you know, the mainstream media and um, the rest of America isn't as exercised about this collusion now that we have verifiable proof that this was happening, that, you know, they they effectively, the FBI ran an influence campaign against Yoel Roth, um, uh, a former Twitter executive, by bringing him out to Aspen, having an entire exercise uh, focused on Hunter Biden specifically and what a potential laptop leak and document leak could look like um, if it was part of you know, a foreign influence campaign. So, you know, the FBI is kind of doing at this point what they're accusing uh, uh, other other countries with malicious intent of doing. And in my mind, Americans should be really, really ticked off. And I hope the oversight uh, committee keeps going after these these people. I hope that the FEC opens their investi- reopens their investigation because uh, the Twitter executives at that point had said that Twitter the Twitter was not working with the Biden campaign. Again, these. Twitter Twitter files revealed that that was not true. So I'm I'm hoping to get consequences out of this and not just sort of a theatrical hearing. We we need to, to actually have legislation um, uh, be the result of these hearings. And and I think some you know there's draft legislation underway. I think those should go to a vote. And and I think this collusion should end. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. I mean, look, I, I was getting frustrated, too, just because they weren't being honest. I mean, we know that the FBI had these weekly meetings with Twitter officials like Yul Roth. They were warning them about this hack and leak operation, you know, heading into all of this, heading into the, the stopping of this New York Post article. And, and also, we know that the FBI sent Yul Roth documents the night before they stopped the New York Post from sharing this article. And I think what concerns me the most is, obviously, if we lose the First Amendment, we cease to be a free country. We, we cease to be a republic. Exactly. And, you know, everybody used to sort of say, oh, the First Amendment only applies to government actors when we as conservatives would be like, hey, these private companies are are actually, you know, restricting our free speech. But we have a culture of free speech, of course, so that matters too. But then secondly, this is the smoking gun when it comes to government actors restricting our free speech. And those are, um, at, at least in my estimation, I'm not a lawyer, but that's a, a pretty clear violation of the First Amendment. And this is another thing that I think uh, people don't 
now they're starting to understand about tech companies. But we used to, I, I used to work at Facebook and we would call ourselves um, those the people that are building an airplane in mid-flight. So these guys are sort of making it up as they go. They've proven that over the past few years. But now we see that they're ideological actors sort of retrofitting explanations for enacting their political proclivities. And they make that decision. They find a justification later like they did with the, you know, the hack materials, um, which turned out not to be true and then they actually admitted that's not true then the election happens and they get the result that they supposedly want and now it's mea culpa mea culpa we shouldn't have done that but it's too little too late and this happens time and time and time again two-thirds of americans are at risk to experience a blackout you could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours for days maybe even weeks are you ready to protect your family you could be with the patriot power solar generator 2000x Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You mentioned working for Facebook. You know, what's really concerning is just how much influence all of these tech companies have. I mean, if you look collectively at Google, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera, they control so much. Almost, you know, most of the, the information that we see or, or that we read. You know, talk a little bit about that. 
Oh, exactly. And, you know, it's not just sort of the content that they're censoring under the uh, term content moderation, which really amounts to censorship. Like you said, it's the information flow. It's access to information. And that's particularly troubling. And we as conservatives harp on this vignette over and over again because I think it's important. And that vignette is the parlor one. So when Amazon, or excuse me, when um, Apple and Google decided to uh, purge uh, uh, parlor, which at that time was at the top of the Apple's app store from their their apps from their stores, it was like, okay, well, maybe you can get it on you know the desktop. You can still look at parlor. It was still sort of alive, but on life support. But then when Amazon Web Services decided to restrict or not just restrict, but take away cloud hosting services from parlor, it was dead in the water. It did, it, it didn't exist anymore. So it's not just at you know the the top layer, the the digital platform layer, uh, but it's at these mid tiers of what we call the digital stack that actually prevents access to consumers to information. You could not get Parler at that point at all in any form, in any digital form. So, you know, this goes further and further down to things like internet service providers, more foundational layers of that stack. So Americans don't just have to be concerned about how their content is manipulated and restricted and sort of the, the influence and the propaganda that you were thinking of um, that's both cut off and, and, and pushed them by specific companies. Um, but they do have to be concerned about their access to information, which I think is that is the sea change. That is the the crossing of the Rubicon in my mind. When you start to get down into those foundational foundational layers of that digital stack, which prevents Americans from actually seeing this information. So it's not just breaking the links and direct messages at Twitter. It's actually lights out for these entire companies if they displease uh, specific big tech platforms that frankly have an ideological bent. And one of the big problems is that so many of these American companies are being led by people who, who do not believe in freedom. They don't believe in free speech. I mean, you'll Roth sit there during the hearing talking about how somehow, you know, censorship preserves speech. I mean, how does that even make sense? Or, or you look at uh, Apple. Apple changed the airdrop feature in China so protesters couldn't circumvent the government. So even if you make changes in Congress, even if you change you know, policy in Congress, we still have people leading these companies who do not believe in free speech. So where do you go from there? No, that's exactly right. And that's when I when I first came from California to the Hill, I basically w- would walk around, you know, briefing members and say, hey, the, you, you guys have to look at these companies differently because they don't see themselves as American companies. They see themselves as global companies responsible to a global constituency. And you look at a company like uh, Facebook or now Meta, which has 90 percent of their user base outside of the U.S. and Canada. So they will, you know, if they're hauled in front of Congress, they'll pretend that they bleed red, white, and blue. We're incorporated in Delaware. You know, we're American companies, but they really think differently because they do. They're they're concerned about growth, their bottom lines first and foremost, and they want to make sure that when they're making decisions, that it could apply to the countries within which they're operating. And that's not just America. And I think that the biggest manifestation of this was when the former CEO of Twitter, Parag Agarwal, when he specifically uh, talked and tweeted about you know, the First Amendment and free speech, right? They're more concerned with safety and harm. He basically uh, said that free speech is not, you know, it's not absolute. It's not something that um, we care about first and foremost. It's, you know, preventing harm. And and that, you know, harm, as is, as you know, a catch-all for all kinds of things, especially uh, on the left, uh, that, that we necessarily wouldn't agree with. So um, 
where do you go from there? That's a good question. I think generally, um, and you'll see this in, in the China question that you raised, we, we need to recover a sense of, you know, American self-interest, frankly, uh, because with, with China, it's the whole, now there's a big movement to onshore a lot of our capabilities, whether it be PPE for, you know, the next pandemic um, or uh, the ability to, to make uh, uh, semiconductor chips uh, that power uh, pretty much everything that, that we're going to use from cars, computers, to watches, etc. Uh, so I think that we need to sort of press into that momentum, um, you know, bring things back to America and, and recover our sense of, of what it means to be American innovators who, who care about America. And, you know, then that has naturally resulted in being a force for good across the world. So uh, we, we need to get back to where we started from if we're going to, frankly, uh, succeed going forward. I mean, it seems to be common sense that you want to be independent, that you want to bring manufacturing back home, that we want to be energy independent, that we want to be less reliant upon our enemies. It seems like common sense, but Joe Biden doesn't get it. Democrats don't get it as well. But, you know, I, I want to keep talking about China here. So there's obviously been this increased focus on TikTok after the Chinese aircraft uh, was, you know, going around basically doing God knows what, taking pictures of our nuclear silos and Air Force bases and all of that. But do you think the concerns here over TikTok and China's influence over TikTok, is that overblown, pun intended? <laughs> or, or what's your takeaway? Oh, not overblown at all. And and it's really funny that, um, you know, we're in, in the position to say, is this overblown? Because when we were working on this problem back in 2019, um, uh, the Heritage Foundation was working on it. I was working on it in a different capacity, Senator Hawley. Um, I felt like we were voices alone in the wilderness and people were like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? This is a great company. And the fact that we've gotten this far to, to be able to expose this digital platform for what it is, I think is great. So I'll take that as a win. Um, but not overblown at all. As you said, uh, Beijing-based parent company ByteDance, that matters, and it matters because of a few reasons. And the first and most important one is China has a 2017 national intelligence law that effectively requires every private company to provide access to the state. So every private uh, entity is working in service of the Chinese party state, the, the Chinese Communist Party, CCP. Um, that is, so whenever they say, oh, you know, we are, we're totally separate. We store our data in the U.S. and in Singapore, so nobody has to worry about our Chinese ties that we're actively trying to downplay. We know that um, given internal communications that were released and reported on that they actively try to downplay that tie. Um, that that matters because when Beijing comes knocking, uh, ByteDance via TikTok or TikTok via ByteDance is not going to say no. They can't. And then we know that ByteDance actively employs uh, former CCP state media members. Uh, There's a report that had over 300 um, profiles declared that they had been members of the party state at some point. Um, and then further, one of three ByteDance board seats uh, held by a, um, a person with active CCP ties. So so this is, I mean, it's very, very obvious. And that that alone is, you know, those are facts. And then you look at what's happened since um, we can establish those facts for the American people. And we know that U.S. user data has been accessed in China by ByteDance engineers. So again, they're saying, oh, there's a sundering between our Chinese operations and our U.S. operations. Not true, because Chinese engineers in China have access to U.S. user data. Further, uh, a new revelation, Forbes um, 
um, basically um, released that TikTok plan to surveil the location of specific American journalists. So these are ByteDance employees in China using TikTok to gather IP address locational or attempting to gather IP address locational information for these specific journalists to find their sources. Um, so it is being used, TikTok, as a surveillance app that it is by ByteDance employees in China. So anything that these um, companies are saying, and I'm going to be wa uh, watching with, with bated breath the, the TikTok CEO when he goes in front of the House Energy and Commerce Committee on March 23rd um, to, to hear what he has to say, because all of these equivocations, um, frankly, amount to falsehoods, and they know they're being deliberately misleading, given what we know from recent reporting on accessing user data from China. That, that rift between the Chinese and American company does not exist like they say it does. But what's wild is Adam Schiff, who previously was the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, is on it. I mean, he should know better. And then you have people like Eric Swalwell, who was also on the Intel Committee, who had a relationship with a Chinese spy. You have Senator Dianne Feinstein, who employed a Chinese spy for, for 20 years. You've got the Biden family, who have made money off of China as well. You've got all these American companies previously, you know, mentioned Apple, you know, you got the NBA. So, I mean, I guess, do, do we have the will to, to go after China, to hold China's feet to the fire since everyone's so beholden to them? I honestly believe that that is the biggest problem that we're facing and the biggest problem that the China Select Committee is going to face too. You know, we need to end China's land grabs in the American heartland. We need to end PLA influence in U.S. universities. And when people are, you know, getting part of their paycheck from the CCP or Chinese-related entities, I think, you know, that they're they're compromised. Um, and a lot of, especially the Democratic Party, as you mentioned, uh, Swalwell, Schiff, uh, even Biden, we know about his dealings from the Hunter Biden laptop revelations um, and his son's dealings with CCP members, the CCP spy master, in fact. Um, so, so you're right. When they're in the pockets of Beijing, it's going to be harder and harder to um, figure out solutions. And I really believe it's incumbent upon, especially the Republicans on the China Select Committee. I'm glad that there's bipartisan efforts. Um, some of the, the TikTok bills actually um, in the House are uh, bipartisan-led efforts. Uh, Krishnamurthy, a uh, Democrat representative, is co-sponsored the bill with Mike Gallagher, um, in addition to Mike Warner really sounding the alarm on TikTok, um, a Democrat from Virginia. So I think it's um, it's very important for um, for people to, to obey the dictates of their consciences at this point, um, because um, this whole, you know, extracting wealth from America, um, my friend Paige Wiley talks about that a lot, um, people sort of getting theirs, and, you know, while the rot is, um, is still pervasive, so that, you know, this, it carries on as it was with Without um, being, you know, who we used to be as a country, I think, I think people are just they're they're trying to get theirs, uh, and then they're trying to secure that for their posterity and their own children. Perfect uh, example of of how that that looks in the real world. And Americans just have to say no. Um, at the Heritage Foundation, you know, we've talked to. A lot of people who are who are very interested in this question, um, people with um, who who've made a lot of money, uh, businessmen and whatnot, and they're like, I cannot allow this to go on. I I have um, for a sense of morality, and this is we're you know we're pulling out of China, and being able to see that, um, especially when your big tech companies like Apple, um, who gets a lot of their revenue uh, from China, that's a huge market for them, uh, and they can't see that, but the average you know American business owner, uh, not average 
average, but you know, good solid American business owners can. I think we need more of those those men and women. Um, and and frankly, it needs to be exposed. I don't think people know what you know about um, apples in, in China and um, partnering with the CCP propaganda arm, um, Google attempting to make a search engine in China uh, called Dragonfly for years. And um, you know, we need to expose the fact that a lot of these big tech companies, these globalists, frankly, um, are are in bed with the CCP because that's the world they think is successful. Those are all really great points. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You look at TikTok, more than 100 million American users. They spend an average of more than 80 minutes per day on the app. You've got roughly 36% of Americans over the age of 12 now use TikTok, including 61% of Americans ages 12 through 34. I mean, massive influence. And, and I worry that beyond just the data privacy issues, I worry about the brainwashing aspect of this as well. Uh, there was this article I was reading in the Daily Mail. It was talking about concerns in the UK. And they said something like the hashtag trans has been used almost 26 billion times. And, and you look at that, you look at things like puberty blockers leading to infertility at a time when we face declining birth rates. 
I mean, if you're China, would, would you do anything differently? Oh, absolutely not. And, you know, we know uh, from this has been popularized now, um, China's doing all this all while insulating Chinese kids through the more wholesome Douyin app, their Chinese version of TikTok. Um, and it's particularly concerning for the next generation of citizens. So TikTok is, um, they're winning the battle for the next generation in America, frankly. And two thirds of American teens are on TikTok. We know that parents surveyed by Pew said that 30% of their preteens, these are nine to 11 year olds, are on TikTok. And it indoctrinates American youth through pushing harmful content like eating disorders, like suicide uh, content, uh, like verbal verbal and physical tics, um, content with influencers that exhibit those um, particular symptoms. And there's one report from the Wall Street Journal uh, last year that basically said all of the young women who went to a Texas hospital who were exhibiting these verbal and physical tics all of a sudden, they traced all of their their um, their habits back to looking at a particular TikTok influencer. So this is all happening all while uh, China insulates their own children through the more wholesome app called Douyin, the, the ver- Chinese version of TikTok. Um, and we know that, you know, even adults are starting to get their news and a lot of their content here uh, on TikTok. The number of American adults using TikTok for news has tripled in the past two years. So we're plugging ourselves into this application that's pumping uh, these influence campaigns as propaganda. We know that pro-CCP narratives are also pumped into um, TikTok uh, algorithms in their feed. So uh, understanding what this is doing to the next generation, what what effect this could have on our citizens who are going to vote and who are uh, charged with the future of our republic, we haven't even seen the impacts of that yet. So not just on mental health, but also on, you know, how we, how they successfully steward this nation going forward. And as you said, if I, you know, if I was China, if I was the CCP, if I was Xi Jinping, I would not do anything differently. Z turning out in droves for Democrats, believing abortion, climate change, gun control, all these different things, uh, you know, are, are the biggest issues that, you know, they're all going to lead to the demise of the country. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, you know, if, if, if you could wave a magic wand, what would you do about big tech? What, what would you like to see get done in Congress? Yeah, well, starting with TikTok, I think this is a no-brainer. It's time to ban it outright from operating within the United States. It's both a CCP spy app and, as you said, something that that really brainwashes our children and also puts them in, in the CCP's clutches for, um, you know, when they're playing the long game for, for blackmail, for espionage, all kinds. They have patterns of life on our children now, and we should not be tolerating that. So that would be great. Just absolutely, it has to happen at the federal level. States are moving out. It's great what they're doing when it comes to banning TikTok on government devices, but it's not enough. They can still access the data, uh, especially if you connect to, to, you know, government Wi-Fi, et cetera. So it's only a partial solution. Um, And then, you know, I think there's a a great suggestion by FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr, who says, hey, uh, remove TikTok from Google and Apple app stores. You did it to Parler, so why can't you do it to TikTok? We have a lot of evidence that, and uh, security justification that this is extremely harmful. And then second, (laughs) the collusion between uh, big tech and the government, that's something that we should impose costs on. So there should not be, it should not be permitted to allow the federal government to use these tech companies and these executives as agents to chill the speech of Americans and police the speech of Americans. 
So that's huge too. And then third, I think you need to look at the way these companies do business, like their ad tech models. Uh, Senator Lee has a, a great bill that I hope he introduces in the 118th Congress, Congress reintroduces. Um, that takes a look at their ad tech. You know, you can't uh, have uh, be um, on the buy side and the sell side and operate an ad exchange. It helps these companies sort of accrue all of that power to themselves, and then they can visit the censorship decisions that um, you know don't redound to the benefit of most American citizens, especially on the right. Um, and it's it's that consolidation of power that is really um, preventing Americans from uh, getting the access they they need to specific services, as well as um, giving them the potential to influence um, you know what Americans see, especially before an election, as we know with uh, Google and Gmail and their spam filters and how they inordinately uh, filtered out uh, into their spam uh, conservative uh, candidates uh, and not Democratic candidates. So uh, there's a litany of things. I think those three things are, are the top things that you do right now. And then you work on, frankly, uh, data privacy and children. I think that's the next frontier. That's something we really need to think hard about. Again, there's some um, really interesting bills percolating, like the Kids Online Safety Act. Um, and I think Republicans need to lean into those um, and conservatives as well. And we can get uh, some you know, bipartisan consensus along the way because everybody sees what this is doing to our children and nobody's happy about it. And these tech companies, they're, they're doing it on purpose. They're deliberately designing these platforms to maximize engagement and even targeting these, um, quote, uh, small but untapped audiences like preteens. So this is something that should be nipped in the bud right away. America can do it. All of this goes in the direction of harming Republicans, uh, as it always does. Uh, Kara Frederick, <laughs> thanks so much for joining the show. Uh, super insightful. I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Lisa. So that was Kara Frederick, director of the Tech Policy Center at the Heritage Foundation. Uh, interesting conversation. Obviously knows a lot about the issue. I want to thank you guys at home for listening every Monday and Thursday, but you can listen throughout the week. I want to thank John Cassio, my producer, for putting the show together. Feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or, or give us a rating. I love to look at those. Until next time. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, this new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 